Hello, and welcome to the Selling St. Pete podcast, your go-to resource for all things real estate and all things St. Pete. I'm your host, Nicole Sanchez. Hello, and welcome to the Selling St. Pete podcast. My guest today is Steve Kelly with All Western Mortgage, and we are going to be talking about renovation loans. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Um, before we get started, I'd love for you to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, first off, I got started in the business after, well, I graduated from college with a major in marketing and finance. So I'm one of those guys that actually followed through with what he studied. Most people don't, right? I did not. <laughs> yeah, I, and, and so I was like, oh, I ended up in this. So I went to work for a place called Norris Financial and learned how to do small loans, auto loans, mortgages. I learned how to do them, underwrite them, and then when they didn't pay, I'd have to collect them. So I got to see the whole gamut. Wow. Um, and then I went into the, the mortgage business and I loved it. So I got started back in 1992. Wow. Yeah, so I've seen the high, highs and lows of the industry. You have. It's been a fun ride. Yep. It's been a fun ride. But I, but I love it. It's, it's a wonderful place to be. And how long have you been in St. Pete? I moved down here about 13 or 14 years ago, I want to say. Okay. Yeah, I've been in Florida a little bit longer than that. I was up in St. Augustine before that. Very nice. And um, can you tell me a little bit about All Western Mortgage and what separates you from other lenders? Of course. So All Western Mortgage, one of the things that I love about them are they la- they're like a common sense lender. Uh, I've worked for a lot of different companies in the past. I've worked for some, for some big banks. I've worked for independent brokers. Uh, All Western Mortgage is a correspondent lender. We lend our own funds and we underwrite for about 25 different banks. Wow. All of the large ones. And, um, and we, we can't do it in-house. We can broker it out like an individual broker. So we can get pretty much anything in the market. Uh, when I was at a different company and I had a branch there and I realized that they weren't really giving the service or helping us get, give the service to the realtors and the customers that we wanted to, mm-hmm. I realized that I had to find somebody better. I went and interviewed about 40 different lenders around the nation and I it narrowed it down to all Western. The things that I really like, I mean, there are a lot of good lenders out there. Mm-hmm. Okay? The things that I like about All Western is they're extremely positive. Uh, it starts from the, the, the top and it kind of drips down. I mean, the owner is Chris Biaggi, and he's extremely, extremely positive, very supportive. He used to be a originator himself. Our, our company's been in business, I think, 38 or almost, almost 40 years. Mm-hmm. So we've seen the highs and lows. And, um, and the support I have and the underwriting is, is amazing. If I go to, if I have a question, we have a, a one program in our, our system that if we put a question in and we don't get an answer back within an hour, if it's like an HR question or a legal question or, or underwriting question, the owner actually steps in and gets involved. Wow. So everything's kind of, we have the IM, you know, it's messenger where we get answers right away on mm-hmm. stuff we need. but. It's just a very hands-on, wonderful place to work. Uh, I, I have everything I need there, and I've been there longer than I think I've been with just about any other company because I just really like how they handle. They, they spoil us, they treat us like we're the customers, mm-hmm. which kind of trips down to us taking care of our customers, and 
we can get deals done that sometimes I'm like, I didn't realize I could do it that way. Instead of my underwriter saying, I, I've seen it, I can't do it, or it's not in the guidelines, she will actually, or he, I have a couple different ones, will actually come and say, have you tried it this way? And we can restructure it and get it done for the ones outside of the box. Right. You know? That's great. Yeah. Company culture is very important. It's really sure. wonderful. I, I feel so blessed to be with this company. So. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to be talking about renovation loans. And I thought it was important to do so for a few reasons. Um, one, the rise of HGTV and shows like Fixer Upper and Property Brothers and Love It or List It. I don't think a lot of people realize that in many instances they're utilizing renovation loans. And those shows have sparked uh, customer interest in remodeling. And um, in fact, there was a story that um, was in the Tampa Bay Journal just yesterday, or the Business Journal, that said uh, remodeling activity has increased every quarter since 2015 and is expected to exceed $350 billion, with a B, in the third or fourth quarters of 2019. And that's according to the Joint Center uh, for Housing Studies of Harvard University. Um, so that's one reason. Two, many consumers don't realize uh, that renovation loans give consumers an all-in-one transaction meaning that homeowners or potential buyers are able to secure a loan that covers the cost of the purchase or refinance plus the renovation costs. The renovation work can begin immediately after closing or funding, which typically translates to a faster finish, and there's just one application, one closing, and one monthly payment. Um, third, um, they are available for people utilizing virtually any type of loan product, whether it's FHA, VA, conventional, jumbo, USDA. Um, they're a great tool for buyers who are in an ultra-competitive price point um, and allow the consumer to customize a home to their liking. And then um, also in the Tampa Bay Journal recently, the Tampa metro area is among the top U.S. markets for residential construction permits in 2019. Um, Tampa St. Pete Clearwater metro area was number 11 nationwide, but led Florida with 13,336 permits filed this year. Wow. Yeah. That's promising. A lot of, a lot of building going on There's in the area. a lot of good stuff for both of us, yeah, huh? Yeah, for sure. So, um, uh, yeah, I think uh, renovation loans are actually one of the best loans on the market. Um, and I say that because when you buy a house and you're out looking, you have to settle for what somebody else, if you're buying one that's already existing, right? right? You have to settle for what somebody else already has in place. And you're maybe looking for the right spot in, for your job, school district, social activities, whatever. You're looking for something that is going to possibly be your dream house but may need some altercations if you will mm -hmm. and um and so and then if you, but if you go and get one built well that that's great but that's also much more of a headache because that's a longer process that's that can take you know what nine twelve months yeah and so these renovation loans you can take a home that is in the right place exactly where you want it but it may not be right for you, and you can convert it to that. 
And I have seen people just come out loving what they have done. They, they, they turn it into their dream home and they don't have to put the sweat equity in it. They don't have to go out and take out a bunch of credit cards over the years. It really helps reduce the honey-do list, if you will, <laughs> when you move in, you know? Yep. Um, because, uh, you know, you might, the husband might want a man cave or, or something. The, the wife might want to redo the kitchen or maybe they want to redo the inside, whatever. They, maybe they want to expand it out. They want yeah. to put a mother-in-law suite in or, or make the kids' rooms bigger, whatever the case. Mm-hmm. It's very promising for that. And it is, at, is you know, if you go out and get like a Home Depot car or something like that, you're probably going to pay an 18% rate. Now, I don't know. Right. I don't have one, but but I'm assuming that's kind of where those rates are. On average, are. Yeah. you know, definitely probably 15%. Yeah. Some may offer the 0%, but if it's not paid off... Then, then you're in you're, a crunch, right? Yeah. All right. So, so the renovation loans... Uh, and I'll get into this a little bit more, but they, they're normally about a half to three quarters of a point higher than the regular market loans. Okay. All right, so we see conventional FHA and VA loans are in the threes and fours now, right? So let, you know, let's say that your, uh, your conventional loan is a 3.75 if you're going to buy one existing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you do that, but yet you want to do $50,000 worth of renovations, and now you're going to be paying 18% on that or, or whatever the financing is. Right. Or maybe, you know draining some of your savings or taking something out of your investments where you're earning a better return. Right. Okay. And so uh, the renovation loans definitely help offset that. You know, if you're at three and a quarter, now you're at four and a half for a renovation loan, which yeah. is still Still very, rate. I mean, especially when you look at interest rates that, you know, I have colleagues who have been in the industry for a while that, you know, were selling homes at 18% interest rates. Oh, yeah, rates. yeah. <laughs> You know, when I got in the business, I think the rates were around, I want to say, eight, maybe seven, seven and a half to eight percent. And I'll never forget, I did a loan for this gentleman, and we were doing, and the rates had come down. They were in the mid sixes. And he said, Man, I'd love to see that in the fives. And I said, In your dreams, we'll never see that. You know, <laughs> now now that's a high rate. Right. Right. So uh, I know, and it's been in the threes and fours for so long. It has, it has. Nobody remembers. I mean, the older people do, but right. the younger generations don't remember. But it's we've got a very healthy environment here, which is wonderful. As far as the the building here, yes, I agree, there's a lot going on. The renovation loans really became, I believe, more popular right after the market crash because we had a lot of short sales and foreclosures a lot of bad houses yeah Yeah. so that's when i became a renovation specialist and learned all about it because there were so many people that wanted to fix their houses or wanted to buy houses that were almost great but not there yeah they they did they wouldn't pass if it does not pass the appraisal um and i've told this to several customers customers will come in and they'll say I want to buy this house, all right? And once I move in, I'll fix it up. Mm-hmm. And But it's not going to pass the appraisal. Well, the lender is not going to lend on that property. They might love you. You might have the best credit, income, assets, and everything. You're golden. Mm-hmm. But if that property is inadequate, they're going to turn it down. Yeah. So you have a few choices. One, get the seller to fix it, which normally is not going to happen because the seller has it on Right. Well, for sale as is. Mm-hmm. Two, you take, um, uh, you pay for cash, mm-hmm. right? Which most people don't just have that laying around. Right. And three is you can do a renovation loan. Mm-hmm. And they're really, really wonderful to do to get those houses that you want. Yeah. Uh, there's about a thousand people a day moving to Florida. 
I don't know if you knew that. I know. It's the migration here is is really crazy right now. You know, the the legislative changes and the tax changes have really impacted the number of people we have coming to the state. Um, not only people coming into Florida, but also people in other parts of Florida moving to Tampa Bay. Yeah, specifically. this is a very growing, and St. Petersburg is just blowing up as well. Yeah. And so are the areas around here, it's Absolutely. just crazy. Um, so what is the renovation loan? Can you walk me through the process? How is it different from a traditional mortgage? Okay, yes, yeah, so when, first thing is when you find a property, right? a traditional one, you're gonna find a property, put a contract on it, get the, all the stuff done, get the loan, and bang, you close, you're done. A renovation loan isn't too far off the mark, but there's just more moving parts. So when you find a property, you're gonna get a regular contract, but then we're gonna to have to, you to get a um, general contractor bid, okay, a GC bid. And that's gonna tell us what work needs to be done. You're gonna get a home inspection. Now, as a regular loan, I wouldn't wanna see the home inspection. I just want to see the appraisal. That's my eyes of the property. Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't want to see that, you know, the door stopper is not working or something like that. I don't. I don't care. That home inspection is for the, the buyer who, who wants all their their honey do list. Right. On a renovation loan, we need the home inspection. Okay. We need to know what's wrong with the property, and we then also will get the general contractor bid, and they're going to want to see the home inspection to see if there's anything else they need to add into their bid. Not just the, not just the uh, not just kitchen the or the wall or something yeah. like that. We need all the stuff done. And when you get into it, sometimes you may need a HUD consultant as well that will come in, and we'll get into that a little bit, but they, they come in and actually help out with making sure that everything's done proper to code. Um, but... Uh, you're going to want to get the general contractor bid. We're going to take that. We're going to take. We're going to qualify you on the, the purchase price plus the renovation costs. That is your overall acquisition cost. Okay. Okay. And as a lender, we're not going to care really what the value of the property is now. We're going to do a subject to appraisal. We're going to want to see what the property is going to be worth when all the work is done. So we're going to give that contract and that general contractor bid to the appraiser. The appraiser is going to go out and he's going to look at the house and then he's going to factor in. Now the appraisal costs are usually about $150 give or take more for a renovation appraisal because there's okay. more work involved. Um, but they're going to give us back an appraisal showing us, okay, for simple numbers, let's say the house is selling for $100,000 mm -hmm. and you want $50,000 renovations. After the appraiser comes back and says the subject to value is 150 or higher, now you're good. Now, you know, we've, I've had um, in a recent episode with John Barcello talking about appraisals, talked a little bit about the guidelines set forth by um, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and the USPAP. Um, do you know, are there regulations that are specific to renovation loans with the appraisal process? They're under the same guidelines as the regular appraisal. So they'll have to bracket? They do. Um, they put all everything out, but they, there's, a, there's a section there in the appraisal that says as is or subject to, and they're going to put mm -hmm. subject to, and then they're going to have all that stuff listed out. And a lot of that's going to mirror the report they get from the general contractor and what needs to be done and the home inspection. 
But as a buyer, you need to be aware that it, it is not prudent to over improve the property. And you know, if you are in um, a level, we'll just say A, B, C, and D, where A is luxury and D is economical. If you're in a level B neighborhood, you don't want to put in level A finishings. You don't want to be a fish out of water. Right, because you're going to have a hard time getting your money out of it when you're selling. You're exactly right. Uh, Some people don't really care because they might want to stay there for the rest of their lives and they're like, I'm going to make it what I want and and let the neighborhood catch up or not. Mm -hmm. But but a lot of people may be wanting to invest in property that they're going to renovate to rent out or a vacation home or something like that. And if that's the case, yeah, you don't want to overdo it too much because you might not really recoup your investment. Right. So now you mentioned vacation home. Are you able to utilize a renovation loan on a vacation home? I am. So there are different types of renovation loans. I think you touched on it at the beginning. Um, there are There's the FHA 203K renovation loan that is in, in two parts. And, and when most people hear about a renovation loan, they hear, and if they know anything about it, they're thinking the 203K. Uh, FHA renovation loan and the VA renovation loan, they're both government-backed, mm-hmm. are only for primary residents. Okay. Okay. So, and we'll come back to that, but the for investment property and vacation home, or second home, however you want to call it, those are Fannie Mae. Those are conventional Fannie Mae home-style renovation loans. Now, before we talk about that one, back to the VA and the FHA, if it is a multi-unit, say you're getting a a quadruplex where there are four units, if you are living in one of those units, are you able to get a renovation loan? Yes, you are. The nice thing about that as well is FHA has loan limits. Okay, so if you do a single family residence, it has one limit. maximum loan amount mm-hmm. and then a duplex is another try and then a quad so that does allow you to get a larger FHA renovation loan to do the work on that's great so yeah it's really nice with that and the VA has a renovation loan that they really don't have the loan limits their limits usually uh, mirror the conventional loan limits mm-hmm. you can't go higher with VA you just can't do the 100% financing higher than the conventional but it's still minimal Okay. All right. So VA has some wonderful, wonderful products. I love VA because I'm a vet, so I'm all about that. Well, and thank you for your service. <laughs> no worries. Thank you. Uh, so um, the the VA loan uh, is still just coming out with these renovations. It's been set up for a long, long time, but the lenders are starting to really look at it, and a couple of them got in the game saying, "Okay, we're going to do VA renovation loans." Okay. Um, there's some limitations. And it's a little hard. I'm kind of pushing to get more involved with that and to get more lenders involved because I think it's a wonderful product and I think the vets should have that available to them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what are some of the benefits of a renovation loan? So there are a lot of benefits, I believe. Like we mentioned before, you can make it whatever you want, okay? Mm-hmm. The, on a, let's say an FHA 203K loan, you can literally go to a house and raise it to the ground. As long as it has an original foundation, you can build it right back up to whatever you want. Most people don't realize it. You can move into a brand new home, right? I think it might have to be six or nine months old. I'd have to double check that. But you, but if it was just built within a year, mm-hmm. 
you can actually go in and do all sorts of work on it. It doesn't have to have problems. You can say, this is a perfect house. Everything works great. I really need a room there. Mm -hmm. Boom, get the plans and specs, you know, and we'll put a room there. So it's really nice. Renovation loans, uh, like I said, allow people to move into their, the area they need and have their dream home. And I think, too, um, there have been situations where a buyer loves the house, whether it's the neighborhood or the specific house, and it needs a new roof. And they don't have the money to put a new roof on. Seller doesn't have the money to put a new roof on. The renovation loan is a great um, product for someone in that situation. And I would say, if you listen to the insurance podcast that we have, um, that at that time, if you're going to put a new roof on, are, you know, do you have hurricane impact windows? Do you have hurricane impact openings, garage door, front door, side panels? Right, right. Um, because it might be a good time to update your home for opening protection. It's going to cost you a little bit on the front end, but you're going to save a tremendous amount of money on the back end from an insurance perspective. I agree. And, and here's something that I kind of really want to drive home is that most people when they think renovation loans or they think buying a home you know a va renovation loan the, you're taking the purchase price plus the the renovation cost and that's your acquisition cost mm -hmm. va you're getting a hundred percent loan you're not putting money down i mean closing costs and stuff but you're right. not putting money down um an fha loan requires three and a half percent down so let's go back to that original example where I said you're buying something for a hundred thousand and you're doing fifty thousand dollars worth of renovations. Mm -hmm. So you're only putting down three per three and a half percent of that hundred fifty thousand. You're putting down three and a half percent of the lesser of the subject to appraised value or the acquisition cost. And the FHA renovation loan is nice because even if the value of the home after all the work is done, the subject to value comes in a little bit less, mm -hmm. FHA will allow you to go up to 110% of that value. And so you can still get You have about home. a 10% buffer. You really do. And, and it can help help a deal. So maybe the, the after approved appraised value comes in at 145, you can still get a loan based off of 150,000 minus your three and a half percent. So what, are there any drawbacks to a renovation loan? There are, there, there, the couple drawbacks are, um, first of all, it's a higher rate. Mm -hmm. It's usually about a half a point higher, right? Uh, there are a few other costs. When you do a renovation loan, you know, I didn't totally walk you through the process before. When you're, after we get the appraisal and everything in, we're gonna close on that loan before any work's done, because it's not your property until you buy it, right? right. So we're gonna do a one-time close. There's not a second mortgage, there's not a second close. We're gonna do a one-time close. The monies that are needed for the renovations are held in an escrow account, right? The, when the builder gets in there, the contractor gets in there, he's doing his work, he's gonna use his materials and get so far, let's say it is $50,000 worth of renovations and he's $15,000 into it, he's run out of materials and he needs more money. Then borrower, customer is going to request more funds from the lender. Before that happens, we're going to send out a inspector, and usually it's the appraiser, unless it's a larger deal like 50000 we're going to send out the HUD consultant, and they're going to go out and make sure everything's to code and everything's where he said it is. It's okay, we've done $15,000 worth of work. Has it truly been $15,000? Is it good? 
yes, good, then we can release another check. Normally, it's released in two-party form so that the, the, the buyer can also endorse it over to the contractor because they're giving it their blessing as well. Okay, so it closes. You have these, these inspections. inspections, $150 a pop for each inspection normally. Uh, at the end of the after the end of it all, they're going to do a uh, a final title search, if you will, and make a title update, and make sure that there's no mechanic liens or anything like that on it. And that's usually about another 150 to 200 bucks. So there's some extra costs involved, not a lot. And some lenders charge a supplemental origination fee, which is about I've seen between 300 and 500 dollars. Okay. Um, that normally is their and they will usually justify by saying that's helping us service holding that escrow account in place. Okay? okay, some don't charge it. There's also a contingency fee. Okay, now that's usually between ten and twenty percent if it's put in place. A contingency fee. Let's say that you have the roof that needs to be fixed, and while they're ripping off the roof, they find some of the trusses need to be worked on as as well, or there's some other stuff, or cost more. Let's just say it costs more than mm -hmm. they originally bid because there's some other issues that pop up. That contingency fee helps cover that. All right. If it goes if it goes over that contingency fee, now the buyer's responsible for it. Mm -hmm. But normally that contingency fee is enough to cover it. If it's not covered, that's put back into the loan. Okay. Got it. And what's the average time frame of a renovation loan? Good question. That depends on the renovations. Um, if you do like an like an FHA two or three K limited renovation loan. That is for somebody who's getting work done that's $35,000 or less renovations, total costs, and it's not structural, okay? Mm -hmm. That normally is, you. The, the general contractor has up to four months to do it. Most of the time when I do those, I see them done in 30 days. You know, okay. put a new roof on, do this. I mean, it's, it's, it's a smaller thing, so usually it's done pretty quick. Right. Okay? Uh, if it's something structural, or are over 35,000, now you're getting, you must have a HUD consultant, and which a HUD consultant adds to the cost as well. Okay. I mean, it can be $500 to $1,000, and they have to do what's called a work write-up or a feasibility report or something like that. They're gonna give a report on everything as well. Um, those are up to six months. Normally they get done a little quicker, just depends on the area, I suppose, but um, yeah, there. Now, the other thing, too, is let's say you have something like that, and, and it's not livable. Let's say you're having the bedroom worked on and some other things. You don't have to live in two places and pay for two places. Mm -hmm. You can take up to six months of your payments, and it can be factored into the loan. Oh, wow. Okay. So you can finance that in, or however long it takes before you can move into that house. Right. So that you're not kind of hurting yourself getting in there. Okay. And um, when should you consider a home renovation loan? There's a lot of different, a lot of different reasons. Um, I do want to share the differences a little bit between the FHA and conventional. That might help answer your question. Sure. The FHA is for primary residents, and you can do things, just about anything to the the property, except luxury stuff. Okay. Okay. You can, and when you get into stuff like um, major landscaping or let's say you're, you can move a wall, but if it's a load bearing wall, now it's considered structural. So now mm -hmm. you need to do the, the full or standard 203K, which involves a HUD consultant. I had one uh, customer that had, there was a crack in the foundation. 
it was only going to be like five or six thousand dollars to fix the whole thing, mm-hmm. but we had to do a HUD consultant in the full okay because, because it was considered structural. structural. Correct. So that being said, FHA does not do luxury items like put in a new pool, do a jacuzzi, put in a new dock, but they will fix a pool. Okay. They do have monies to fix a pool. So if you have the green sludgy yeah, water yeah. with tadpoles and right, frogs right. and goggles, the hole in the ground that's leaking, or, yes. or the pump is messed up, or they, I mean, it's changed a little bit, but it used to be fifteen hundred dollars. I think it's up to twenty five hundred dollars now. I'd have to double check those because I haven't had somebody want to just use sure. fix a pool. But but when you want a pool done, you want a pool put in, you know. I'm sure there are some pool companies out there that have financing, probably higher rates, mm-hmm. but a conventional renovation loan, the, um, the Fannie Mae Homes file, mm-hmm. it does the luxury stuff. You can do a nice, huge pool and you know, have all the cool stuff on it. You can do the jacuzzi, you can do the, the dock, you can do all that stuff. Um, the thing about a conventional loan is that your renovations can only be up to about 75% of the total acquisition cost okay right FHA doesn't care got it right um the nine the renovation loan you can go up to 95 percent five percent down first time home buyers actually can do three percent down oh wow yeah and then um the convent the uh vacation home you can do 90 percent loan so you only need 10 percent down and then for a uh, a rental you can do 15% down, 85%. So with the home style conventional product, you can not only do your primary residence, but also a vacation home or a second home or an investment property. Yeah. That's great. So so if you think about it, if you're coming here and you want to be a landlord, instead of buying one property for 150,000, you know, and you gotta throw it all, maybe it's worth 150,000, you got 150,000 on one property and you're draining all your funding, right? Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you do like, buy three or four, get a jump start, use the bank's money, mm-hmm. and just put down 15, 20%, I'd, if it were me, I'd put down 20% on each to avoid mortgage yeah, insurance, yeah. yeah. And uh, put 20% down on each, get four properties, you still have 20% in your pocket, right? Right. And you're getting all the renovations done, and you have a little reserve. Yep. And then you get people in there that are paying your mortgage. your mortgage, yeah. And wham, bam, you're a, you're a landlord. Yep, absolutely. Well, and can you talk through? Let's say I'm a current homeowner, and I want to make a renovation. Um, sort of the analysis between is there a refinance renovation product versus taking out a home equity line of credit and doing the renovations? There is. Uh, a lot of times those home equity lines of credit are very good and aggressive. So you've got to look at the numbers there. All right? mm-hmm. So renovation loans are, are great in a lot of ways, but sometimes the home equity line of credit might work if they're not requiring a full appraisal that could hurt the deal. Okay. You know? So a renovation refinance is probably best for someone who's new in a home that may not have the equity for the renovations that they're looking to do. Yeah. Yes, they're definitely there. Okay. And yes, people use them. Yeah. So if you have equity in your home and you want to refinance um, a renovation loan, actually a renovation loan will go up to 97% for an FHA if it's your, your primary residence, mm-hmm. and you can fix the place up. 
The nice thing about that too is let's say that you're like, you know, I really want to move here, but my property isn't ready to sell. Mm-hmm. And I've got to do this to it, this to it. There's a list mile long, right? Going back to the honey-do list. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to pass inspections. Do a renovation loan on it. Get it all fixed up, cleaned up. All right, so you might be paying a, a half point higher in your rate for what, two, three, six months, whenever, right. 12 months, whatever it's going to take to get it fixed and sold. Updated, right, and yeah. sold. I mean, as a lender, we don't want you to just do a renovation loan and sell it the next month. Right. We want you to hold it for at least six to 12 months. So let me <laughs> want that, that interest. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, yeah, so they're definitely there for, for refinances. Yeah, no, that's a great um, example for someone that, you know, obviously a turnkey home that's updated and renovated is going to sell faster than something that, you know, is, is distressed, whether it's the condition of the property or the appliances or systems are outdated. And so knowing that homeowners can refinance with a renovation product and not have to take that money out of your pocket or put it on a credit card, um, it's, a, it's a great you know, tool to have. It also helps, you know, it may actually add a lot of value to your sales price. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you go to, to renovate something, let's say that you're, you're going to sell something for 100000 and you have to do $15,000 of renovation but it jacks it up to 130000 for a sales price. It can really work. I've seen, and, and even buying, I've seen several people buy houses that the after-improved appraised value, the substitute appraised value, is ten dollars to $50,000 higher than the purchase price right. plus, the acquis- plus the acquisition cost. So they're moving in with equity. Well, and if you're moving, you may need the money that you have to put as a down payment Good for the point. home you're moving into and don't have the money for the renovations, but that would allow you Excellent point. to do that. Yeah, it really, what you're doing is you're using the bank's money. Right. And you're creating yourself more wealth. Yeah. What repairs or renovations are allowed with a home renovation loan? Well, like we mentioned before, the, the conventional loan allows you to do the luxury items. Mm-hmm. Uh, the FHA allows you to do everything but the, con- the luxury items. But you can do just about anything. You can do the electrical, you can do the, the, the plumbing, you can do anything. If you want to build it up or out or anything like that, you can get you know, uh, an architect, get plans and specs, and you can do that as well. Okay. And um, can I use my own contractor or handyman for the repairs or renovations? There's a good question, okay? So you can use somebody who is licensed and insured, and we're going to ask for their credentials. We're going to ask for all their stuff and and make sure that they're not going to walk off on the job or there's not a history of them doing something. Nefarious. Thank you. Yeah, perfect. (laughs) And so... um, if it's a friend or something, as long as it's their field, they're licensed, and they're taking responsibility for it, they're gonna have to sign some documents and do be approved by the lender. But it's not that hard of a situation. They just fill some stuff out and bam, you're good to go. Yes. If it's just you and some friends sitting around saying, "Hey, we can fix this kitchen for you know hundred bucks," you know, let's do. Uh, that's not gonna work. And if you're a contractor and you're moving into the house yourself and you're wanting to do your own renovations, I would strongly suggest making sure that you can because even though in the guidelines it says you can, when you're 
doing work on your own home, number one, the lender's saying, well, if he's doing work on his home, when's he going to have time to work on the other homes, make money to pay our mortgage, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's some liability things that the, the lenders are concerned about. So it's really frowned upon, and even though some things are in the guidelines, lenders may just not work it. So most of the time when I see a, a contractor that wants to do their own work mm -hmm. on their own place they're moving in, I don't see it go through. Mm. They a lot of times have to have a, another contractor come in, but since they're in that field, they may know somebody and can work things out. Right. You know, with better better well, ones. And I alluded to the appraisal episode before, but one thing that Don Barcelo pointed out is um, for an FHA appraisal, if space is added, they have to check the permits. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. you know, you have to make sure that not only is someone licensed and insured, but they're getting the appropriate permits. And your insurance company is going to want that as well because if you can't prove that the work was done by a competent person, then they're not going to cover potential damage. Well, that's also part of the inspections as well. The HUD consultant, when you have a HUD consultant involved, which I, I highly recommend because they make sure everything's done. Um, they definitely make sure that all the different codes, it's everything's done to code, all the permits are there. Uh, I remember we were doing a deal one time and the general contractor was redoing the kitchen and a few other things and we had to have a consultant come in and do their work right up. Everything was great except the door between the kitchen and the garage. Mm, wasn't fire. Wasn't fireproof. Yes. Yeah. So they had to, uh, they had to change it out. Nobody would have caught it, but the HUD consultant does, and that's what they're there for doing. Your trusty realtor, Nicole Sanchez, would have caught that. There you no. go, right? <laughs> I've seen a number of inspection reports where that right. is called out. Right, right. And, yeah, absolutely. And then uh, there's another thing, too. You know, we're here in Florida, and what is the thing about termites? You either live in a place that's had termites, not a has termites, or will have termites. If you're going to get them, it's, it's when. when. Right. Yes. So, you know, there again, you may need something tinted or something like that. But as a lender, if you tend a place that's already got termites in it, okay, you kill them all. That's great. You still have to fix all that stuff. Right. We're not going to lend on a property that has tracks and holy walls and all this kind of stuff. you got to fix it. I don't care if all the bugs are dead. Yeah. It's got, I don't want to fall in, you know. So, um, so there's another reason for a renovation loan. I've had to do renovation loans strictly because of the termite damage. termite damage, yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah, those pesky little bugs. I know, right? Um, which renovations add the most equity? I believe that square footage is a big, big cause. If you're doing a new roof or... You know, a, a new AC unit or something like that, that's maintenance. Mm -hmm. That's not really adding anything. And then again, I had one lady uh, who had, I think she told me she put like $8,000 or $9,000 in this special tile in her kitchen that she had imported from Italy and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, the appraiser said, that's great, but the next person might just pull it right out. It's your choice. It's your right. taste, you know. The next person might think it's ugly. Yeah. So... Square footage, heated square footage, is a big thing for value. Okay. I don't know if you always get your money's worth on a pool, but but you will when the when it come August September you will. I was gonna say I I could phrase it also which home improvements will pay for themselves. 
So, you know, the cost versus value. So I, I believe the biggest ones are the energy efficiency things. All right. Those windows you mentioned about before, insulation, yeah. If you want to even do solar panels and stuff, you can put that stuff in. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're in Sunshine State. We should have more solar panel, you know, homes around here. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. What are the most common challenges consumers face when utilizing a renovation loan? First, you need to find a good lender that knows what they're doing. There are a lot of different lenders out there that say they can do it, but they haven't really done it. And it's a different process. It's not a big process. It's the same underwriting guidelines. But on top of that, there's renovation guidelines as well. And if you know what you're doing, it's just a simple process to walk through. Time frame on closing one of these is normally about 30 to 60 days. Okay. It's a little bit more time because you have more moving parts. And one of the challenges also for a consumer when they're buying is finding a general contractor that meets what they need and the bid isn't out of whack from what they have in their head and what they want. Because I've seen where somebody goes in, I like using the kitchen, the kitchen as an example. Mm-hmm. They go in and they have these countertops and it's, they say, hey, let's do marble or something like that, right? And then they get the bid and instead of it costing $8,000 to redo the kitchen, now it's costing them twenty. Well, of course. I mean, if you watch Fixer Upper, I know, I know, or I know, Property I know, Brothers, I know, I know, or Love but not everybody it, watches that. There's always some surprise right. that happens where it hasn't been factored into the cost. Exactly, and and I've seen a lot of people that go in to do a renovation loan, thinking that, and they need a good realtor that knows how to go in and look at a property with them. Mm-hmm. I've seen them go in thinking that there's going to cost them usually usually I hear fifteen thousand dollars, yeah. And then I get the bid for twenty eight thousand and thirty two thousand and stuff like that because there's all these other things. Or they while they're in there with the general contractor and they're like this, you know, they're like, oh, well, we can do this, and they, they start adding to it. Mm-hmm. So the biggest challenge for consumers buying a house is to immediately before they do anything else I mean yes you want to get pre-approved to know what you qualify for right and then stop the press get out there and get a general contractor or two or three get bids find out what it's going to cost to get everything done you want done on that property yeah and if it's less than what you think you're going to spend and you want to do some extra stuff to just make it better or build out or anything you can or you know it's going to cost you less yeah the the cost versus value report that comes out annually, I love that tool because I can't tell you the number of sellers I meet with that say, okay, well, our house is worth four hundred thousand. We just put a new roof on. We we spent thirty five thousand on that. We just put in a new AC that was seventy five hundred. So we're looking at four fifty that we're going to list it for. Right. And it's like, well, right. that yeah, doesn't work. No, it doesn't work that way. You can't just tack on what you've put because even though you paid that as a cost, that doesn't necessarily translate to the value. Just like a new car, the minute you drive off that lot, it's not the same value. Well, the other thing is too, when you put in a new AC unit, if it was needing a new AC unit, well, if you weren't moving. You'd eventually have to do that anyway. That's, right. That's maintenance. Right. Right. That's not extra value. Yeah. So that's a great report to show. Here's the the cost, but here's the value. Which must be and challenging for you as a realtor because you know people have pride in ownership and they're like they're like this is my house. You know it's worth five million. No, it's only worth five hundred thousand. So you know, <laughs> yeah, I know it's not that big of a gap, but right. still, they they in their head, 
they're thinking differently sometimes. Yeah, there are a lot of great tools out there. The cost value index is one. John Barcelo has a great valuation model report that you can get where it spits out a number and a range and it's based on, you know, comparative sales data. Really, I'll have to ask him for that. Yeah. And, you know, so there are a lot of third-party tools that I can use with buyers or sellers. So it's not me being the expert, but it's a third party that, you know, and and then so you have the buyer-seller viewpoint, there's my viewpoint, and then you've got that third-party validation. And we look at everything and then figure out, where you're gonna go? Well, what I like, I would say about the, um, the renovation loans, is it allows you to go get the property that you want in the area you want. It also opens up a lot more opportunities for you. Right. If there's if there's thirty properties in the area for area for sale, and only three or four meet your tastes, right? A renovation loan can turn that into twenty, maybe all thirty of them. Well, and even though the loan itself might be a little more expensive, you're, there's, you, know, you might potentially be buying a distressed property, which means you're going to get it at a better rate or a better price than right. you would a comparable turnkey home in the same neighborhood. Right. I've seen several people, like I said, that buy a home, move in, and already have equity. Right. And they're happy when they get the appraisal and it's $25,000. And that's yeah. not uncommon. Yeah. with renovation loans. Yeah. I mean, you're you're having something fixed up. It's really undervalued because it's in bad shape. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's been on the market forever because exactly. it won't sell. Right. You know? And here's another thing, too. When you see listings and it says cash only, that's because the person listing it doesn't realize the renovation loan is available. Right. Anytime I see cash only, I'm like, that's inaccurate. Mm-hmm. There is financing available, and you just cut out all those buyers that you want to go find a property for. If you see cash only, right, go after, get a renovation loan. Yeah, and you're probably getting a heck of a deal. I have even had listings that are distressed where we've gone in and had renderings made um, with a um, an estimate of what the repairs would be or the renovations would be so they can see this is how pretty it could look this is what it could cost you and then you know because sometimes it can be hard to envision you know an ugly home looking beautiful right Um, that's why I always say staging you know stage your home because if someone walks into a home that's staged versus a home that's completely empty, people have a hard time envisioning, well, where's my stuff, you know, can my bed fit in this room with the dresser and the side tables? And But if you have it staged, it's very easy to say, okay, well, this is a queen bed, we have a king bed, this is gonna work. You're exactly right. I went to uh, two open houses this past weekend, and they're very comparable houses, and same realtor who had both going on, and he asked me which one I liked better. And I told him that I liked the one that was furnished. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I instantly knew it because it was just so, I could, I could just picture myself living there. Right. Now, granted, I was like, okay, I'm not going to have that furniture, but I already had, there's furniture here, I feel at home. If I go into an empty home, it feels more like a garage. Well, and another dirty trick with staging is in an empty home, any blemish 
your eye goes straight to the blemish. That's true. But with staging, you might be able to... You're putting a picture over the hole in the wall? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, no, know. but uh, I, think, I think there's... I think renovation loans have always been a wonderful tool. I think they have uh, been underappreciated. And I love that it's growing more because there are so many homes. We don't necessarily need to build a lot more. I mean, we do as we grow, but but so I don't want the builders to, to think, oh, we're not need because you definitely are. Yeah. But there are so many homes that just need to be fixed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there are a lot of moving parts in a real estate transaction and even more so with a renovation loan. What tips do you have consumers to ensure a smooth transaction uh, like the very first thing I say is get yourself a general contractor okay second thing is also well get yourself pre-qualified give me a call <laughs> right Steve Kelly at all Western mortgage 727-415-1842 there's my plug <laughs> um, now get give um, give me or somebody a call get pre-qualified and if the real estate agent, which you understand, which is really nice, but if a real estate agent that you have isn't understanding, get them to work with your lender so that everybody's on the same sheet of music. Everybody understands what's going on. Everybody understands the timelines. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you're doing something where there's going to be a lot more involved, it's going to take you more time to figure out how you're going to do landscaping and how you're going to do this, that, and the other, and you're going to have a general contractor with several different subs involved, subcontractors, uh, it may take 60 days to put all that together. And a lot of the, the lending part of it is not that complicated. Mm -hmm. It's the renovations and getting the quotes and the bids and right. knowing the timeline. And if I, get a, if I get a general contractor report, I get a home inspection, I get the appraisal, and I get the, uh, the work right up from the HUD, HUD consultant. I have four reports there, right? I have to get them all to agree, right? Yeah. I have to get them all to marry each other and agree. And a lot of times you have all chiefs and no Indians, so that's always fun. But it's not, a, it's not hard if you know what you're doing. Right. And it's just a, it's a simple process. I, I've seen renovation close, loans close as, as a few as 20 days. Wow. You know, but that's somebody who knew what they wanted, bam, 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 they were ready to go. And they, a general contract is a big part of that at the very beginning. Yeah. So, um, do you have any favorite success stories of the renovation loan? Favorite success stories? Um, I helped a doctor in Sarasota who bought a property for like, I want to say 225000 but then he did like another Two hundred fifty or three hundred thousand dollars of renovations. Wow! Uh, he turned. He took this, and he he wasn't really a fish out of water. A lot of the neighborhood had bigger homes. It's just this one was a little, a smaller one, and he he's like, yeah, I want to do. So it it was a more of a sixty day close because he wanted to go back over the plans and specs and everything else, and it was absolutely beautiful, and he did all that stuff to it, right? Wow. Turn it into one of those beautiful homes in the neighborhood, fit right in, and I think actually it was worth about another 75,000 more when wow. it was all done. So the FEMA 50% rule did not apply to that home. <laughs> no, I don't, um, that was, that was, 
That was um, he. Well, he came out of pocket with a lot of cash. Oh, okay. Well, he didn't. He didn't do it all out of the loan itself. Got it. But back then, the renovation, the FHA renovation, he did an FHA one, and the FHA renovation loan I think was capped at four forty two. So he did. I think it was at close to the fifty percent. Yeah. But he did the rest as cash. Wow. All right. Um, so we'll let you plug yourself one more time. <laughs> if someone would like to know more about renovation loans, what is the best way to reach you? Uh, the best way to reach me is by my cell phone number, which is 727-415-1842. Um, you can go to my um, website and you can go to my, e- you can email me. My email address is skelly, S for Steve, Kelly, K-E-L-O-I at allwestern.com and you can also go to my website which let me make sure I give it to you properly is uh, Steve Kelly all one word dot allwestern.com and I will put that information in the show notes as well so that people can scroll down and all of that great information is right there wonderful Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. Imparting all of your wisdom today. Of course, this is great. I love it. Yes, and I hope that we can, with the renovation loans, make St. Pete more beautiful than it already is. I'm sure we can. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, Be sure to subscribe so you can listen to future episodes. And if you have a show topic that you'd like to share with me or have a real estate related question that you'd like to ask, I'd love to hear it. You can call or text me at 719-201-5022 or you can reach me via email at Nicole at sellingstpetefl.com. That's N-I-C-O-L-E at S-E-L-L-I-N-G-S-T-P-E-T-E-F-L dot com.